Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. So, Bryce McGain's got a tough act to follow. He joins me, part of SEN's T20 World Cup cricket commentary team. He's live from Geelong ahead of Sri Lanka's game against the UAE. And you can hear... It on SEN Fanatic from 2.30. Bryce, welcome back. Great to have you on. Yeah, great to uh, be with you too, Dwayne. But, uh, gee, I've got a hard act to follow. How am I? He's the oracle. <laughs> How can you pull those things? He was sensational. I listened to the game, uh, both games yesterday that he commentated, and he's doing a ripper job down there in Hobart. He is. Uh, look, the crowds have been great at GMHBA Stadium. They were good the other day. I was there myself. And what's it like at the moment as a building? Uh, look, slowly, yeah, I think the big crowd is when Sri Lanka are ready to get going and uh, mm. they're the later game tonight and it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. Even driving down from Melbourne to Geelong on Sunday and flags out the car, the Sri Lankan supporters, they get right behind. There was trumpets and trombones sticking out the windows of cars as well, Dwayne, because uh, they bring the brass bands down. They had two mm. on Sunday and it was an amazing atmosphere. So anyone in the vicinity or even if you are in Melbourne, it's only a short drive, you know that, and... Uh, you can just zip down and you're going to be treated to an amazing spectacle. And it, and it's a terrific ground in actual fact because you're so close to the action. The square boundaries at Cadenia Park here are, are really close and you, you feel like you're, you're part of the game um, being in the crowd. So it, it is a terrific venue for, well, international uh, T20 World Cup cricket. It's funny you say that, Bryce, because a lot of people say it's too narrow for football, and yet it's perfect for cricket, which hopefully they get a big bash franchise in Geelong at some stage. Can you see that happening? Well, I know the Renegades are keen to play more games here. They know it's a, a real stronghold when they do come, uh, particularly with the Surf Coast uh, crowd coming up in January, things like that, and they always get a good crowd. But long may it continue. And I must say also, just the wicket and the preparation they've done here, it's no longer just a drop-in, oh, it's a bit dodgy wicket. It had pace and bounce, which is good for cricket. So the, the run scoring should be quite high as well. And, you know, you get to see the fast bowlers getting it through as well. So, look, it, it, all round, it's, it's just a, an A-grade venue and a real boutique venue because you are so close. Before we talk about today's games, what did you make of Australia against India yesterday? Was it a, a good prep or a bad prep? Or I mean, it was great for Finchie. Well, it was good for Finchie, and that, that's important. Uh, and that's probably the question mark I've had leading up to this, Dwayne, is, is, is particularly... It, I think the World Cup's going to be won and lost in those first six overs. The teams that can get away with the bat, but also if you've got a good bowling attack and you can take wickets there, not just uh, restrict the opposition, but actually knock over three, four wickets in that six-over period. So, look, Australia's question mark, I thought, was their top-order batting. So it is good to see that, that Finch has found a bit of touch. But as Alex Doolan said, he, the numbers aren't that great and different to where he has been before. Maybe we cloud them a bit with white ball and one-day cricket and so forth. But he, he's... Um, Australia have had the best opening partnership 
uh, going around with Warner and Finch. And look, I, I think it will continue going into the World Cup. Was it a good warm-up? It looked like there was probably 24 players out there completely disinterested in uh, being involved in a game of cricket. They've played a lot recently. Uh, Australia played India in a series just a few weeks ago in, in India. They're back here. There's been lots of warm-up games. I think the players are just chomping at the bit to get out there. Let's get on with the tournament. And uh, there's been enough practice and rehearsal. And I think Finchie summed it up pretty well with that last grab you had there. You don't win the World Cup in a practice game. So let's get on with the action. Who do you like most of the threats to Australia? England's been pretty impressive. They have been indeed, and they've really tuned up well. They've done it for a number of years, and they've put a lot of focus on it. The thing I like about their preparation is that they've had a whole summer of cricket. So their guys have played in the 100. They've played domestically, and that they are absolutely primed. And they've got the wood over Australia as well. Don't underestimate New Zealand. Uh, New Zealand are also going to be very dangerous coming into it. Um, look, and it's hard to look past, obviously, the, the big talented uh, groups in terms of India. Um, they're right in that mix as well. But Pakistan, not to under, underestimate it as well. So, look, there's, there's options all around the place, I think. And on their day, all it takes is a few teams to build and play with a, with, with a lot of confidence. And a lot of that in T20 is playing without the fear of failure because often that can be a restrictive part where players that play and teams that play with complete freedom, not only with the bat, but also with the ball and the way they field, um, you know, generally come out on top. So uh, the teams that can find that formula, that confidence formula within themselves will, will go a long way. And, gee, I was lucky enough, Dwayne, just quickly uh, using that as a bit of a segue to Namibia on Sunday. They were exactly that. They played without the fear of failure. Every mistake that Sri Lanka made, they capitalised and made them pay. And uh, they're not duds. They're not from some cricket backwater. They're pretty talented players, particularly with middle-order batting firepower and some pretty clever bowlers. So I'm looking forward to seeing them play again uh, at Cadenia Park today. So they should beat the Netherlands. Do you think that Scotland can do it again as well? Yeah, look, I think Scotland are, are right in the mix. Uh, I got to see them in the practice games last week, which was a good leading. It was a good form leading, and um, Scotland were pretty good. Uh, look, N Namibia are one that stand out. Sri Lanka should bounce back later tonight, so I'm expecting N Namibia to, to get over the top of the Netherlands um, and then Sri Lanka uh, over UAE. UAE had nearly defended the lowest ever total uh, against the Netherlands. It was a game, an extraordinary game on Sunday evening, but uh, they didn't quite get the job done. Netherlands just squeaking home uh, with a ball to spare. So, uh, yeah, t today, look, I'm looking forward to it. And the sun's out down here. It's not, not going to be a better spectacle this afternoon and this evening. All right. So uh, I've got to ask you about today then uh, before I let you go. I know you're about to wind into some commentary. So will Sri Lanka bounce back for starters? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a, a real jolt to them that if you're a little bit off your game and they, they did play nervously. They looked nervous. Even in the field, they, you know, attacking the ball, they sort of took a couple of slow steps before they then picked it up. That, that's not the teams that win T20. So, look, I expect them to play with a bit more freedom. Chris Silverwood, their coach, former coach of England, will be telling them to play with a lot of confidence and just let it, let it unfold. And uh, I'm sure that they'll bounce back later tonight. Do you think Steve Smith will play in this World Cup for Australia at some stage? I think he will play a role, yeah, most definitely. Uh, he's such a highly skilled batsman, and to play the role that 
that is a, a critical part. You can't all be out there as just clean bashes and hitting the ball as far as you can. You need someone who can manipulate the field, keep turning strike over, but also find the boundary in, in uh, obscure sort of spots. And he's that he's that player for Australia. And I think he will play a role. It may not be in the first team or the second team, but there will be a stage in this World Cup where he's going to play an important role for Australia. And Pat Cummins to captain the 50-over game, right decision? Yeah, I think so. I, I, he's done a terrific job with the test match. I think the players are completely behind and aligned to his philosophy of captaincy. I think he's well supported within the group, the coaching group. Uh, I, I think it's a, a new phase for Australian cricket. It started with the test match, and I think he can certainly manage captaining that one-day team as well. Um, credit to him. He's doing a wonderful job, and I think he'll continue that for years to come as a, a one-day captain. And how dominant do you think the T20 game will be around the world in five or six years? We see test cricket being squeezed out a little bit. The governing bodies will be wary of not squeezing out the the goose that laid the golden egg for us all, really. Test cricket is still something that is so magnificent we never want to lose it, but it seems as if we're losing too much of it. Yeah, it does feel that way. As a bit of a traditionalist and an old-fashioned guy myself, um, you know, it does feel like that, but uh, I, I really hope the powers that be can can have a, a good strategic plan and not just keep rolling out endless T20. When T20 has a focus like this, there's nothing better. It has a it has a real context. It has a it has a future. The World Cup is, is is absolutely outstanding. But it also gives the developing nations that opportunity. It was only a few years ago that uh, team, teams like Bangladesh get their breakthrough and hopefully and then they start playing um, Test match cricket as well. And hopefully that then extends to countries like Ireland and Scotland who've been around for some time. Namibia who are showing that they're capable as well. World cricket's strong when all countries are strong and they're all involved. So that's what I'm really enjoying about, particularly these early stages of this World Cup. So hopefully it can be the catalyst to improve cricket around the world and grow the game, not just be about, um, yeah, I, I guess the big countries. Cricket's going to be stronger if we're all involved in, and doing well and all nations are, are part of it. And players having power to help governing bodies negotiate their way through the right and wrong sponsorship alignments that's a difficult one isn't it because i i know that um yeah there's some topical ones at the moment with um maybe past history and and i'm sure the sponsorship which we've sort of touched on is you know from a mining company and maybe past historical things aren't great but it's probably coming from the right place which is around good community spirit and growing games and and putting back into sport which is such a big part of Australian culture so it it is difficult when when players may see the past but look um, I I think it is an education piece as well and administrators and and, and the sponsors certainly need to work together to to be able to educate everybody about where it's coming from and and, um, and, and we we certainly and and sincerely hope it's coming from all all the right places to keep supporting sport. Sport's such a big part of the Australian culture and it's the envy of many other nations. You know, a lot of my friends in England just envy just how much sport plays a role in our day-to-day lives and how we are an outdoors country and, um, you know, long may we be able to continue those sort of things with the necessary support we do coming from the right place. Bryce, great to have you. Got a text here from Brad. Bryce McGain is a star, speaks so well and is passionate about the game. Great to listen to, Dwayne. We can hear more of Bryce from 2.30 on SEN Fanatic calling the action this afternoon and into the early evening. Bryce, great to have you on the program. We'll talk soon. 
Yeah, thanks to my brother Brad for texting in too. That's nice. Bright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good on you, Dwayne. Have a good arvo, mate. Part of SEN's T20 World Cup cricket commentary team, and he's live from Geelong ahead of that Sri Lanka against UAE game and Namibia up against the Netherlands. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.